I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at onepeloton.com. Are you serious? Alright, welcome to How to Kill an Hour. My name's Marcus Bronzy, joined by my guest, Julia Hardy. <laughs> I thought you forgot my name for a minute. I was like, you know what? Screw you, Marcus. <laughs> With my guest, who are you a good? Uh, 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 Gem, Julia Steve, Hardy, yeah. Steve, my name's Steve. Yeah, uh, welcome to How to Kill an Hour. My name's Marcus Bronzy, joined by Julia Hardy on today's show. It's been a while since we've dropped a pod and we're about to start dropping them again because... Things have been happening here at How to Kill an Hour. We've been doing some video-y stuff. Yeah. We've been doing other bits and bobs, which kind of leads straight into um, our killer bits this week, which is where we talk about how we've been killing some time at the start of every show. And Julia, you and I have been killing some time recently, haven't we? Yes. <laughs> suspiciously. <laughs> so I'm nervous. She no, says the stuff we can talk about. The stuff, right, the stuff right, right. on the yeah, record, where right? Where are going to go with this? Um, right. Yeah, and I want to talk about this straight away because if you want to hear all about what Julia Hardy's been up to and how she got to where she's in her career right now, she was here for episode 292 originally, so you can go back and listen to that if they want the whole Julia Hardy story. Okay. Right? Is all that right. fair enough? That's fair enough. Because I don't want to make you repeat yourself and shit on the oh, podcast. I don't remember what I said. <laughs> so much. It's fine. So much stuff. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But yeah, we uh, one of the things that we've been doing is we went out and, and had a go on a brand new phone for something called New Phone Who Dis. What, oh, what yeah. is New Phone Who Dis? If someone asked you what it was, what would you say to them? Um, it is a uh, nice little uh, bit of video content where basically, you know, you, you go out with like a brand new phone and you kind of set them uh, a challenge effectively. Yeah. And uh, obviously, you know, being a video games journalist, uh, etc., you set me the challenge of kind of doing my job at using the new uh, Samsung Galaxy Note 10 Plus, which, to be fair, was actually really, I was kind of annoyed you had to take it back. I thought I was going to get it for free. Like, what nonsense is this, eh? Well, you did try and steal it a few I times. I did Julia. try and steal it a few More times. Once. You know when you like jokingly steal it, but then hope they just go, oh, it's cool. You could keep. They didn't say that <laughs> at the end. They were like, can, give, can you give it back, please? Yeah, and you know, oh, my phone. That's my phone getting thrown on the floor. Look at that. He's in protest. Phone. Yeah, look at my that. My current phone. He's so like, how dare right. you talk about other phones? God damn it. Do you know what's do you know what was wicked about when you're doing stuff content like this <laughs> yeah. is um people don't understand how serious security is. Oh my when goodness. When it comes to mobile tech like Yes. Our phone actually came because we got our hands on the device before it dropped officially, yeah. right? Our phone came with an actual security guard. <laughs> <laughs> Every t- so the guy that was there with us, it was his job yeah. to make sure that the phone didn't go anywhere else. So well, you were under I mean, close. he didn't help me when I nearly fell down the stairs holding the phone, which uh, he could have done, but that, that was so funny. That's hilarious. That was so, so we're, okay, we have to tell this story. Yeah. So we're in this location and we're, it's like a video game bar. And basically they have these kind of like, I've nearly fallen down these stairs before. They're quite kind of like grid plate metal stairs. And as we're going downstairs, I'm holding the phone. Marcus is behind me and I'm like, you know what, Marcus, just be careful. Don't fall down the stairs. And as I, the last word. Uh, like echoed from my mouth I basically <laughs> fell down the stairs and it was yeah it was it was quite spectacular it was quite a number of stairs but I somehow managed to like 
like pull my elbow over the banister and hold the phone aloft yes. for the whole process. I knew full well that the most important thing in that situation at that moment in time was the phone. The phone survived. Yeah, you, not Julia. You, you caught yourself, was it a bit of neck as well? You used your actual neck. You wrapped your neck around the actual it band was, at the top of the stairs and was like... I got some this. weird uh, bruising that I had to explain to other people. Shouldn't have thrown yourself down the stairs. <laughs> I mean, you didn't see my foot kick you down a little bit from behind. Oh, okay. So was you showgirled me. Little, you showgirled me. <laughs> yeah. Okay, thanks. Well, you know. So, yeah, I set you a challenge to, like, take your phone, take the phone, and be Julia Hardy, the video games journalist at a video gaming event. So, before we talk about the phone, the event that we went to, yeah, that was pretty cool. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, it's uh, my friend Steve McNeil. Um, he does uh, this amazing uh, live comedy show uh, where, basically, you can kind of, you go and you basically play a video game together using your phones. You kind of, like, you, like, log into the Wi-Fi, and he creates his little Wi-Fi, and then you kind of, like, play along, and then he just embarrasses you when you get everything wrong, which yeah, is man. what happened to me. There was a lot of, there were a lot of Shout outs of like, you're an idiot. And you're like, wow, this is like school. Oh, yourself a gamer. <laughs> oh yeah. my God. Stop talking about old games. <laughs> Can we talk about some that have been in the last decade? So it's a sick idea though. The video, it's called the video game game show show. I know. Deli- yeah. I didn't want to say that because I knew it was going to mess it up. Yeah. I read that about four times when he first sent it to me. I was like, surely there's a typo. I was like, Steve, so what is the video game? Ga- you mean the video game game show show? I was like, all right. Cool, oh my mate. goodness. Yeah, it's yeah. like he's got typing stutter. Yeah. Yeah. But, it's <laughs> <laughs> but it's sick though like you said invites you down you take out your mobile device and you log in and you get to play games as your team yeah uh, you get to play games as individuals and you get to play games as like a whole group as well i think yeah. it's i find it quite fun i've never i've been to a couple of environments where you can use your phone to like vote and we've actually done live shows at mm. article now where we've had our, a little bit of audience interaction but his were like way more advanced so like your team yeah. could play a game and if you wanted a character to go left your team all had to press left at the, at the yeah. right time for everyone to go left so that was really was fun sick. I mean it's kind of like if you imagine a gamified pub quiz that's yeah. probably like the easiest way I mean it doesn't do it justice but that's kind of the easiest yeah. way of understanding what's it's, kind of going on it's sick we should definitely put a link to that in the show description so if people want to check out the video game game show show they can do that <laughs> and uh, yeah the phone that we took with us as well the, the Samsung Note 10 Plus it's in the phablet range of phones so I quite like a fat phone PH fan yeah? yeah, you like that pH, yeah. <laughs> I like that pH like that kind fat, of fat. That, that fatness. <laughs> so yeah, phablet phone, which is in between a tablet and a phone, which I think nowadays we're kind of used to slightly bigger devices. A few years ago, having a phablet was like, whoa, that's a lot of screen real estate. But now... I think I'm right. I think my hands have adjusted size-wise yeah. to it now. And you got one of those thingamajigs on the back of your phone all the time. One of those, oh, what are they called? The uh, pop sockets. Pop sockets. So yeah, yeah so you I had, slap I had one to of those on it. Because I kept getting RSI Standard. in my arm and my hand and my shoulder. Did you get, did you get that? Because I was on my phone too much. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's the saddest thing. It's like talking about an old lady getting arthritis. My shoulder's twinging. But yeah, the phone itself, uh, what stood out to you? What stood out from it to you then? Like, I think my favourite bit, oh no, actually two favourite bits. Uh, one was the fact that you can kind of almost like split screen multitask, which Sick. I thought was great because I'm Sick. often like, you know when you're trying to do two things and you're going through the menu and you go backwards, yeah, and I end up doing the wrong thing or you know, you, you quickly need to get your camera out because you're doing like, you're writing something and then you're kind of, you know, wanting to take a picture or whatever. But then also the fact that with the stylist you can kind of um, take photos as well yeah, I thought that really was cool. quite good because yeah. otherwise normally I'm like standing something up on a desk yeah. and then yeah, running, or running away yeah. from it like it's a grenade ready to explode and then be casual like a casual grenade yeah. like <laughs> and now look beautiful yeah no grenade um, yeah 
So I really like that. Those are my two kind of favourite things. So would it help you with the kind of I'm working out at the gym snaps that you do, the Insta, the Insta story stuff? Right. Come on, man. All but right. you do it. You know, like the where, because I've never done it before. So I'm, I need to know, like, you know, when you're at the gym and the, the Insta story looks like yeah. you're just working out already. Yeah. Is it someone else holding the phone or are you setting it up, pressing record? <laughs> no, I like, going, I like, I do, I put my phone on really weird things. So today I was using the Prowler you know, which is like the kind of metal thing that you put kind of circular plates on and you yeah. push it. Right. Like, I guess the rugby players would yeah, do it or yeah, something. Yeah. I don't yeah. know. Um, so I was like, oh, um, I only do it like once a week and it's quite savage. I do like, a, I pull it with a rope and then I push it backwards. Mm. So then I, yeah, I just prop my, I prop my phone up. I got like a, an array of weights. It's really lo-fi. But then it was all still like slightly the wrong angle and then I couldn't be bothered. So there's like this really stupid video on my Insta stories of like a bit of my neck and my head and then like all of my neck. There's <sighs> nothing. <laughs> Pushing it back. The, all the veins coming out of Julia's I neck. I was making some weird noises. It's hard to use that machine and not sound like... I was like, ugh, ugh, playing tennis against a bit Venus, wrong. Venus like I'm Williams. being murdered or having a good time or a combination Both of the at the two. same time, whatever so, you're mean, into. You know, sometimes that happens. <laughs> but yeah, so you got the stylus. Um, yeah. Also with the stylus, I remember we could use gestures with it as well so you can, you flip, can, the, you can flip the camera around too. like you said it's like harry potter style stuff so you could like flip the camera over if you want to be a phone wizard it's definitely the one for you so yeah like a flick up and a flip left and right you can actually do loads of stuff with the camera you can also like set it manually as well which is pretty cool so you can mm. adjust what it does so yeah. I mean, what would you do what would you have with a flick of your wrist uh, you know what i would actually like to see is the fact whether you could levitate a phone using the stylus. <laughs> Why can't they bring that out? That's because the, you know what? Sometimes, sometimes you need to get rid of like the double chin. Yeah, and you need your phone to be up higher. You can't. You can't put it on a table. You need it like, a little bit higher. Just want it. Although you would be pointing in all yeah. of your photos. But I, I would take that over a double chin. So you want the actual Leviosa in yeah. real life? I mean, all they've right. got to be making that. We've got maglav trains, right? They all can right. make trains float. Friend Why can't they make a down. phone float? Come on! It's your turn, Samsung. You've got to do it. A flown. <laughs> Get my flown to work. Well, they can um, be called a flown because it's a flying phone. A flow bar moan. Um, also, I'm going to run through some stats, though, because some mm. people have been asking me like in the DMs, like, what, what does it pack inside? So um, 256 gigabytes internal on the Note 10. On the Note 10 Plus, I believe you can... Throw a micro SD card in it as well. Yeah. Uh, RAM, 12 gig of RAM. What? Jesus. You know, that, I that's, read that a couple of times. What? Um, that's that's a ridiculous amount of RAM. It's a lot, right? And, that's, and um, No, no, that's a ridiculous amount of RAM. In a handset, right? Yeah. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Um, and it's got a vapor cooling system, right? And the reason I re- mentioned the, the RAM vapor. and the vapor cooling system, a vapor, uh, is that makes it great for gamers. So with that big R screen size, yeah. you can actually play... Uh, games that previously you'd kind of like a few generations of phones back you just wouldn't be able to play so you can uh, Fortnite is something that you can play on it madness um, you know games like FIFA and other big releases are games that you can really get your hands on like as a as a gaming journalist how does that like what does that mean to you when you know that you games that previously were only on console that you can you can yeah. now have in your pocket and play like that okay well I still think there's there's still this sort of divide between like mobile and and other Types of game. And I think, you know, if you talk to any person who, you know, plays, I don't know, Candy Crush or whatever kind of, you know, game like on their phone, they mm. still don't really consider themselves to be gamers. So yeah. what's quite cool about kind of console and like bigger titles going on there is saying that, like, say you might play Fortnite on your phone, you might play FIFA on your phone. You may be, might then be like, I might get a console because that's the game that I like, but it's like better on this other thing. Do you yeah. know what I mean? So it could actually bring more people into, you know, the, the wonderful world. Of home gaming. Bring them in. Bring them in. Bring them in by the droves. Lure them in. Lure them in. Lure um, them in. <laughs> <laughs> 
with that with that computing power as well you didn't see this because uh, we were out and about but you can actually dock the phone onto you were saying desktop. about this which is yeah. really cool i love that sick so it's like a little dock or now they've got a little lead which is a bit more low profile you plug your phone into yeah. it plug that lead into a screen yeah any hdmi screen yeah and you can now use your phone as a desktop computer so that's amazing say you're on the internet on your phone you plug it in it doesn't look like just your phone screen rendered it looks like you're actually using a desktop and you can use word processors you can open a few tabs on a browser that's nice um, man obviously when 5g if you have 5g service you've got super fast internet and a phone that you can use as a computer you can use the screen as a keyboard or a mouse and if you have a mouse and a keyboard separately, like a little, because yeah. I've seen sometimes you roll with like a little, I've seen you roll yeah, with like yeah. a Bluetooth keyboard and mouse. Yeah, yeah. You can use those with the deck. So your phone can actually be a desktop at the See, same time. That, I, the problem Mad. is, is like all the other little bits of tech that I have, like if, okay, if I go on a plane and I go like, you know, like long haul flights and stuff like that. And mm -hmm. I get on the plane and I'm like, right, I'm going to do some work. And, you know, you can't, you, you've got to take your laptop with you. And like, then you've got to take your, like your tablet with you. And then you're yeah. like, you're taking all this kind of stuff with you. And, and like nothing really beats having a laptop when you really want to do work. But actually, if I could take a keyboard and like, just be able to like hook up to like a random like monitor, which let's be honest, there are monitors like Everywhere. all over the place. Yeah. That could be great. Yeah. That could be great. Hotel room working, I think. So like, yeah, that's actually a good yeah. shout. That's yeah. a really good shout. I think the next thing I want to get rid of in my workflow is my laptop. It's, so it's it, annoying. It, it was helpful, it's like heavy. back in the day when we were like, oh yeah, it's great. You can carry a whole computer in your in your pocket. But when it's you're really on. heavy. I don't want to carry heavy things outside the gym unless I absolutely have to. Yeah, be gone. Yeah, yeah. I've yeah, done my lifting. Thanks. Yeah, I've I've filmed it so everyone can see. <laughs> No, I, honestly, I was genuinely curious how you did that. I might start doing that. No, I won't. No, just, uh, get, just get a water bottle. Get a water bottle and then just prop your phone up against it. That's what most people do. Is that what most people do? Okay, yeah. cool. And when people look at you when you're doing that, you're just like, what? I'm Instagramming, what? Yeah. Is that what you do? Or do you um, just like... I'm not quite as violently aggressive <laughs> as that. I mean, I think a lot can be just said with a really dirty side eye. All right, You don't cool. need to be so vocal. You can just shoot them a look and then they run off. Quick digression for gym people. What mm -hmm. do you think about people that make loads of noise at the gym, either dropping the weights or like with the last grunt? Oh <gasps> okay. <clears throat> there's there's a guy in my gym who he looks like Action Man, but if Action Man had like like his like some sort of like butt uh like implants or something. Yeah. Oh he's got he, he's, he's got very, a bumper, very tall. Yeah? Okay. But he's very, very tall, but he stands like with his chest like if he had boobs, it'd be boobs out. Like yeah. his chest's really far out. He has this really weird deportment about him. Mm -hmm. And when he lifts really heavy, and when he does um, proper deadlifts, like he has so much weight on there, like it's just ridiculous. But he drops it, so he lifts it and then he drops it, and he lifts, and it's like, okay, if you can lift it, put it back down again because yeah. you're only doing half the exercise. But when he does it, he makes so much noise, and even like through headphones, it's like someone jabbing your ear, like with a spike. I absolutely hate it. Like I won't go anywhere near him. He's so annoying. So when he comes in the gym, you're like, right, he's on that side. I'm going <sighs> over this side. But it's just so loud. Like so that. loud. It's so unnecessarily loud. And it's just frustrating because he's not even doing it right. Yeah. I mean, his throws. butt does look ludicrous. He sounds like he's got a nice ass. I can't look. Cause that was the first thing you went to. You're like, so there's this guy at the gym. Ass oh, is just round. So yeah, round. I mean, it's basically that Kim Kardashian cover. You could you could literally eat an entire like picnic for one off the back off his, of it. Off his yeah, cheeks. off his ass. Yeah. So he's got he's got real strong bum game. He has, but then maybe I mean you know I don't think he's doing the move right, but apparently he's got a really massive ass. So maybe he's doing it right. I don't know. Maybe, Who am maybe. I to judge? You should ask him. Maybe you should go up to him and say, "Look, what? Bro. Just can I have a picnic on your ass?" Yeah. <laughs>
I you know what? I'm going to do that. Why I'm going to do think... that next time. I'm like, hey, my mate wants to know, right? <laughs> yeah, no, just roll up and say, yo, um, I've seen you've been working out for a while. Whip out a blanket. Yeah. <laughs> a hey, picnic blanket. I've like, been hey. working. Yeah, you've been working out for a while. I couldn't have been like, yeah, right, can I just, can I eat a ham sandwich off your, off your butt? Because uh, it'd be a waste if you said no. Hey? Uh, that's a <laughs> good chat line. new chat line. Yeah. Next could, time Julie's on the eat. show. So here's my husband, my fiance, <laughs> picnic bum. Uh, so, oh yeah, the phone. Cameras. It's got yes. a good few cameras on it as well. Um, it's got four cameras in total. One on the front, three on the rear. Uh, if you, whether or not you want to include the TOF uh, one. Um, and yeah, it took really good pictures in low light. Really, it was really dark in that room. Really room. dark. That was yeah. notable. Yeah, it was really dark uh, in, obviously, pub quiz vibe, gaming vibe. Doesn't need to be really bright. Well, it's like an underground comedy Location, do you know what I mean? I mean, they, they, don't, they don't want like when I want, they don't want really good lighting in there because no one needs yeah. to see that. Yeah, it no is one a, needs to see any of that. Steve is is a comedian though, really. He does write comedy. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, so yeah. It is like perfect place for him to be honest. Yeah. So yeah, got a wide angle lens as well that we used, uh, sixty megapixels, or you can crop in with twelve uh, megapixels as well with it. But um, we had a really yeah, we took a good few photos. And it just worked. I mean, from for me from a camera, I'll be yeah. honest. Do I get into the manual settings all the time? No. I just want to whip it out, take a Wait, picture. Finish that sentence. I just want to whip it out in a room full of people, and after everyone's gone, woo! <laughs> <laughs> I just want to, I just want to take a picture. No, no, that, that, I mean? all out of context. Take I, that yeah, whole sentence, back. Just clip, clip that. Back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just want to whip it out, everyone, and then take a picture. <laughs> I get your, as many your, people in it as possible. Yeah, yeah, yeah your yeah. career is over. That's over. it. You're completely screwed over. now that that sentence exists in the world. That's it. That's it. Dead. Billy will. He can do me at any time. Billy's got <laughs> ammunition for me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, man. Like all in all, like. It's, it's it was a good device, man. It yeah, was, it's it was, great. Uh, it was a good fun to test it out. I do. The thing is about tech, right? It's supposed to make your life better, right? That's the yeah, promise. It's yeah, the promise yeah. of this brighter future where all these annoying mm -hmm. niggles will go away because technology. And there's nothing worse than when you test a bit of tech and it's irritating and doesn't yeah, work. Like yeah. it actually makes me more angry than mm. most things. Mm -hmm. And actually, it was a really smooth day. Like everything worked the way we wanted it to work. Uh, everything that you know we were kind of you know trying to use on all the different kind of features worked. And actually, at the end, I did want to steal it. Which you did. You did. I, I mean, I got so much rubbish. I don't need any new phones. I don't mm -hmm. need any new anything. But I wanted to steal that one. Which I feel is they should just put that on the advert. Julia says mm -hmm. she would have stolen this, which is high praise indeed. I'm not going to lie. The actual video that we put out the 30 second one yeah, <laughs> the start yeah, of it is yeah. Julia going oh thank you very much oh, I, I'm the worst yeah. thief though I always tell everyone when I'm going to steal something yeah. it's like it absolves you of the theft it's like guys I'm stealing this now okay it's and like, running off. you're in court in front of a judge and the judge is like I so Julia have you, steal it. have you any final words uh, yeah, well, I said I was stealing it yeah. I walked in yeah I was in a bank yes I had a balaclava on with some exactly. miles but I said guys I'm, I'm robbing you my yeah. name's Julia Harley I live here but I just want the cash. Legally, right? they have no leg to stand on if you tell them you're going to do it first. Get me. Right? You know what I, mean? I agree. I mean, I don't know the law, but I assume that's how it works. 100% that's how it works. 100%. I believe that the laws are all in my mind and I just make them up as 100%. I go along so until someone tells me otherwise. I mean, perception of the law is how you perceive it. Do you know what I mean? So if you see it in a certain different way, why not? What, was that, um, what was that bit of The Simpsons where he starts driving through all the red lights and he's like, if I can't see it, it's not illegal. I like to use that as <laughs> okay, my cool. life motto. So right. as you do, just shut your eyes and you're all good. You, in a court of law, you, I didn't see anything. And technically you're not lying. Yeah. 
Um, oh, there's a whole video for this, by the way. <laughs> but if you want to see it, yeah, yeah. Uh, we'll put a link to that in the description. It's up on howtoclinow.com. You've tweeted it, I've tweeted it, Instagram. Yeah, so it's out there, man. And you can see all of the fun that we had, including Julius stealing the phone. Oh, one more thing. <laughs> With the S Pen, you can actually write, obviously, on the phone. Yeah. And it can turn your writing into text. It can. Cool. So, yeah. Depending on how bad your handwriting is. Whoa, I've got, I've got terrible handwriting. I've got, I've got handwriting that if I wrote you a birthday card, and didn't spend you'd a think long it was time from focusing a serial on killer. it. You'd be like, either serial killer or, <laughs> oh, isn't it? You've got your little cousin to write the card for you, did you? Oh, how cute. Well, that's embarrassing. Yeah. My handwriting's very, very bad. Have you got good handwriting? When I can be bothered, it's all right, but I'm really lazy. I feel like you flick the T's and S's on your handwriting. Like, good, good if I spend, like, if I write properly, but if yeah. I'm, like, writing notes, it's a mess. Is it? I'm it's a lefty, a though, so that I don't know if that makes it worse, because I feel like well, I'm Well, you pushing. can't write to the, yeah. Yeah, so you're, like, dragging the pen across the paper. I'm, like, forcing it in. And anyway. again, taken out of context, everything sounds terrible. Right. So anyway, so that's how we've been killing a bit of time. New phone, who this? Mm. Part two, check that out. Um, another thing uh, that I've been on before I want to jump onto the subject that I think you'll have a lot to say about, how to go on a really cool e-bike. So we've All been right. trying out e-bikes on how to kill now for a little while. Yeah. Uh, I tried out this one called the Mate X. I'm going to show Julia a picture of it out, the actual bike, because it, it looks pretty impressive. Yeah. Um, it is like for me. It looks. It like, is like an off. It is off road. Yeah. Bikeage. It feels like an almost like a motorbike. Man. Look at that fat tire. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh look at it. So fat. So it's like somebody's got a Brompton and made it, it massive tires. Because let's be honest, I don't. I don't want to go on a bloody Brompton. I don't want to be that person. That looks great. They aren't. I think classic Bromptons with the skinny little tires. They're not, it's not for, not, not People yet. People on Bromptons not look yet. like they cry when they're alone. Yeah, not yet. You know yet. what I mean? Yeah. Like they don't look like they're having a full life. They're kind of just getting by because they were told that this is the job that they should take and the life that they should lead. But actually they go home and they cry and they wonder what has happened with their life. They should use that as that advert. <laughs> and on next week's episode of How to Kill Another, E. Brompton. <laughs> oh, that's not going <laughs> to yeah, happen no. now. No, not um, forever. What but was yeah, it like, like to ride though? Um, it had suspension on it, like so. I was right in the video that we've actually also made on the website. I was riding it all around Richmond, so it was really bumpy, um, and it has quite fat suspension on the front and on the back, and it's got what disc kind of fat as well. with a pH or a, uh, definitely pH. Oh, look at that. Nobody likes fat with an F now. We like no. the pH fat. That's oh, what yeah. we like the fatty. It looks, um, you know, it looks pretty good for a foldable like e bike. Like, yeah. geez, it actually looks pretty good. And in the main frame, mm. the middle of it, it's got a massive battery. And when I say this kicks, like I'm, I'm not a small guy. Mm. I was getting some real pace out of it off road as well. So I, in the video, I jump <sighs> it a few times. I will spin it a few times. Oh, look at the um, tires. The tires. Oh, it's so fat. It's so good, man. Um, had fun with it we uh had a bit of a go of it unfortunately we had to send it back to the guys it took up it's quite a big bike even though you can fold it it's more so you can fold it and put it in your boot it's not something right, else right, that right. you can You're fold gonna, and walk mm. with it's a big old b- piece of bike but yeah it's decent man like um how, how, much, much, how, much, how much does it cost how much is it retailing that bill do we know we've got a price here just because that's obviously like yeah oh yeah, yeah, yeah a total factor what you mean you don't just walk into a shop and say i'll have that well, you know, I do tell everyone, I'm like, hey, I'm stealing this bike. <laughs> <laughs> guys, I'm stealing this bike. I'm riding it out of the shop. Oh, hi, guys. Okay, it's, cool, thanks. It's Julia again, trying uh, to steal a bike. God, she knows the law so well. It's that classic Julia Hardy trick. <laughs> right, Billy's drawing up a price for us now. Where are we at, Bill? Uh, 
struggling. He's struggling to find a price. Let's talk more about the bike right now. But um, yeah, but um, it's just pretty, pretty cool, pretty fun. Um, in terms of spec and stuff, it's got a uh, big ass forty-eight volt lithium iron battery, which Ooh. can do forty to sixty miles. Oh, okay. Uh, 30 miles with full electrical assistance. So if you cycle and use a bit of boost, that's cool. Mm. If you turn off the fact that you have to cycle with it, which mm. you can do with some of the ranges, then obviously you only get 30 miles an hour. 1,700 pounds. Starts off at 1,700 pounds. No, that's not the best Is of the best. The best oh, of the best, 1,700 pounds. So a lot of people have said this to me about electric bikes. That's expensive. But some people spend that. On, on just travel. a normal. No, no. Some people spend that on just normal bikes. Have you been to Hackney? Oh, yeah. Oh, like, oh, seriously, man. people don't like. Yeah. I don't know why they do it because it just gets like teeth. But, like, <laughs> like, why bother? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the dealer's like, I'm stealing this. I'm stealing, I'm stealing this. <laughs> to be fair, it is me. Yeah. Them. Um, you know, yeah, people will spend that on like a decent like push bike and that. Yeah. So actually, having one that means that you could actually commute a much bigger distance. Because also, like in London, some days that like, you just don't want to cycle. Not during the summer. No. We were complaining about this before we press record. How awful like certain tube lines are during the summer exactly. like the central actually, line at least this this would be moderately consistent you know you got your wets with you whatever yeah. i once actually cycled from uh east london to west london to see if i could do it like all where the way in from east like, and where to west uh bethnal green to ealing jesus how was that um mixed bag it <laughs> <laughs> it got really cold about like halfway through but then i was halfway through and i was like crap, I'm going to have to finish this because I'm like halfway through this. It's just going to take me as long to get back as forwards. Um, and a mate of mine was having a birthday in Ealing and I thought this was a really smart way of getting there. And then turned up and was just like, oh God, what have I done to my legs? I'm tired like, now. Yeah, and then was there for like an hour and a half and there was like, I need to leave. Got the train back. Got you got the train back? Yeah, okay. it was really like, it, yeah. took, it took hours and hours and hours. It was a nice cycle, but it just, the weather turned halfway through and then it just was horrific death march yeah, good old great british weather doing its thing oh sometimes God. i feel like the skies just wait for you to step out your house and be like aha well this is what that. i say like when i go to america and stuff like that everyone's always like why are you taking this entire rucksack with you everywhere you go i was like because i come from london yeah right? in my bag is a fan sunglasses a jumper a jacket an umbrella and potentially a raincoat at all times Standard. and like even even if i go out like when i'm in the states like if i'm in la or something like that I just can't not take a jacket with me. It mm. just, it fills me with such fear to be mm. outside without one. Because what things can happen? Yeah. What then? What then? What if it gets gusty? I love it over there, man. Like, it is nice. Well, obviously there's certain things I don't like about the States, but I do like on the West Coast the yeah, fact yeah. that, um, like, that you can just, I could just say to you, you, Julia, like, I'm having a barbecue in two weeks on a Sunday and you'll be like, yeah, I'm there. And it, like, we all know the barbecue's going to be nice, sunny and warm. Whereas if I did that over here. Yeah, no, forget it. Yeah, mate. I mean, that. even in the peak of summer. It's risky. Yeah, fuck it's that. It's risky. Yeah. Uh, before we get off the uh, Mate X bike, it's yep. got a comfort saddle, front and rear suspension, seven-speed gear, disc brakes. Take the saddle off. It'll get, you, it'll get you cycling more. Because Julia's stealing a saddle now. Stealing it. Stealing Steal it. it. Uh, you can fold the pedals in and fold the whole bike up as well. Nice. 1,700 quid. And uh, like Julia said, people spend that on a normal bike. And also, if you travel in via like tube and stuff mm. to work every day. Yeah. Save yourself a few bob because some people spend a couple of grand travel. I know some people that live outside London spend or just out on the outskirts live spend about three, four grand on transport every single year. So, you know, yeah. after a year or so, 
but it could be saving you a bit of dosh. Well, and also it's it's consistent as well. Like if you have to be at work on a certain time, there's nothing that's really going to stop you when you cycle. You're yeah. always on time. It's like walking. You're always on time. As soon as you get on a bus or a train or something else that's got like different variables added to it. But yeah. then sometimes, you know, people live that little bit too far where like they can cycle but it's just it's a bit too much to do like every day so having an e-bike means that then you could actually live a little bit further out yeah rely on that last bit of you know like push to get you through it that's actually makes a lot of sense i'm all over that plus i'd like to go into work and not be sweating like a pig Oh yeah, no, you saved the last bit of the journey for the electric bit so you could just like cool off and you don't look like a complete sweaty like damp mess (laughs) Julia knows what I look like after cycling. Uh, anyway, no, that's um, just everybody. After everybody, cycling. yeah, it's not nice. A right. Damp mess. So we've done phone and bike. Yeah. Now we're going to do some entertainment stuff, yeah. Julia. I'm just going to show you. Oh my the god! Article. It, wait, is this? I'm going to show you what. Yeah, this is what we're going to talk about. Oh my god! It's so good. It's really. Let's just clip that. Really, really, <laughs> yeah. really, really. Okay, so here's the thing: being part of the nerd world. Yeah, man. Everyone's like super into like the the comics and superhero stuff, and I can kind of take it or leave it. It depends kind of how it's done. I'm not kind of all for it. Like I didn't really get on with Daredevil. I just thought like, why is he just getting so angry about gentrification? <laughs> I mean, that's basically what he's getting annoyed about. That guy's going around. He's like, oh, he's like building all these like new cool places in Hell's Kitchen. How dare he? You're like, I'll I'll take a Starbucks. Like, come on, that place is like full of crap. Have you like, ever had a pumpkin spice latte? I Have know. You? Come on life? now. I yeah. mean, you, what's wrong? Your taste buds don't work. Goodness sake. Anyway, so um, when the boys came out, um, like I hadn't really heard much about the comic book uh, beforehand. Um, I started watching it. And and if you haven't seen it, it's basically imagine if superheroes were real. Imagine, okay, anyone who gets a little bit of power, what usually happens? Mm. Things go a little bit. What's that? Power corrupts. Absolute power Mm -hmm. corrupts. Absolutely. I would say more. It's a bit more sexual in a lot of ways than that. But uh, (laughs) So imagine if all these kind of superheroes uh, were, you know, could, could, you know, with all the kind of strength and everything they had, could do whatever they want, a kind of accountable, almost to no one. It's that. Think of all the horrible things that they could do, and they're doing them. And what's quite interesting is there's a, a company within there called Vought. Vought? I can never do Vought, it. Yeah. It's like O-U-G-H-C, yeah. and it always confuses me. Vought. So it's basically like... Marvel, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so they own all these superheroes and they license them out and they talk about how, you know, they're doing like, you know, book tours and like promotions and then they sort of stage all these crimes and it's it's so clever and it's it's obviously done by someone who has such supreme love for superheroes and the universe to be able to just turn it and make it. It's so dark. Yeah. It's so very dark. The first episode and the reason why he goes on his kind of like major rampage. I don't want to spoil it for anyone who hasn't seen it, but it's disgusting. Oh my God, it's so brutal. It's like you quite literally in the first episode see what happens when superhero world and and the regular human world collide. Yeah, literally. Literally. Collide. um, and it's, um, it's quite feminist, actually, in a lot of stuff is, that he does yeah, as well. Yeah. Because um, one of the stories where Starlight uh, joins the Seven and something that basically happens within the first, like, oh, no, like 10 minutes of her being there. This, and, and apparently that was all kind of from the comic books. Uh, it's kind of like effectively like a, a, a sexual assault that happens. And um, there's a bit later on that apparently they added in that's kind of like the show's vengeance on the guy. And if you actually think about it, it's the same thing. So clever. It's the se- This is really hard to talk about, but I'll give it away. If you think about it, it's the same thing because he uses those as his mouth mm. to like breathe, mm. right? Mm. But, but, she um, violates. Yeah. She violates, yeah. 
Yeah, you really need to watch it. It's so yeah. messed up. But then, um, so apparently that wasn't in the comic books and then they put that in mm. there and it was something that they discussed uh, uh, at the time. And yeah, so it's quite, yeah, I thought it, it was is, quite cool. It is. I, I think, mean, messed up, but cool. Yeah, hundred. Oh yeah, 100%. But it's like, it's it's dark, but it's clever. It's very clever. There's, the protagonists have got some very good motivation for their techniques. There's a nice twist at the end. And I just think like, we've got to a stage now where we can have great quality special effects that don't ruin a story like this because I think oh, a story yeah. like this you need really good special effects to like make the superheroes seem real well the, also and the thing is about CG is if you notice it it's terrible mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. if you don't notice it then it then it's great yeah. I would also say as well that we sort of got to this point where there's too much TV Mm. Do you find this? Like, there's Way too much TV. And actually, the standard is great. And you can actually get into anything, yeah. really, if you're sitting there and watching it. And you can kind of, like, the, the standard's sort of high, that nothing is horrendous. Mm. But I feel like now I've kind of got a bit sort of, I don't really just want to watch anything. And I watch, like, a few episodes of stuff. But with this, I was, like, hooked from, like, the first, like, 10 minutes totally binged the entire thing yeah. and actually went back and started re-watching it because I was like, yes. So, oh, you did a double, you did a double no, watch? No, I, okay, I, right. I haven't finished my double watch yet because I had to go away for work. But mm. um, I will, and like I, I watched it again and was like, oh, there's other little bits that kind of I missed the yeah. first time around, like stuff about the universe and that. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I'm getting quite snobby. I'm getting quite snobby about everything, like video games. I'm getting quite snobby about TV. I'm getting quite snobby about films. You have to, though, because there's so Time much choice out there. If you, Because there's people I know that are like, I'm going to watch everything. I'm like, you're going to have Why? no life. What's no the life. point? Like, yeah. it's so boring. Like, we need to be a bit picky and choosy. And especially when it's kind of slightly kind of nerdy sort of cult stuff, it's mm. so easy to just get kind of uh, wrapped up in the hype. 100%. Like, everyone gets so hyped about so much stuff. And I tend to just leave things until a bit later and mm. watch them a bit later until kind of the dust has settled. But with that, I think it was just because I'd stolen my friend's Amazon Prime lock-in. I'm, I'm stealing this. I'm stealing this, Christy. She's yeah. like, it's fine. Uh, and it came up and I was like, oh, okay, this is superhero thing and it was like a Sunday I didn't really know too much about it and then just yeah started watching it and just smashed through yeah. it and it should be obvious to some people but it wasn't to me I thought Amazon Prime was still I thought there no longer was the deal where if you had Prime delivery you got Prime for free video for free I thought oh yeah they only did that like a few years ago no it's the same actually it's still the same yeah so I, was I, like, I don't I don't have it I just I just, just nick my name just it's alright you know what I'm going to do actually The I think I might sign up to uh, Mubi because uh, okay, I, I, Netflix I can kind of take or leave. It right. is like it's it's good, it's fine. But I know what I'm like if I have Netflix. I don't do anything. I just watch anything. Um, uh, and movie kind of like it's it's sort of like curated, kind of like uh, you know cinema. Oh, you know what I mean? Yeah, cinema. Yeah. So I'm like, if I'm going to watch a film, let's watch. Film noir tonight. Yeah. Oh, you yes. can watch your Marvel. I'm gonna watch uh what's what's the Wolverine one that they did in was it oh, was the last Wolverine film? They did it they did a noir version of it as well. They did oh, it yeah. Like, it, um, oh yeah, it's just called his name. Logan, Logan that's it, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Logan Noir. Yeah, yes, they did yes. that with um oh, what was the other thing they did? Um, the Mist. Did you ever watch that? They did that in black and white. I don't know. Is that a Stephen King book that they turned into a film? The Mist. Yeah, yeah. Was, was that quite literally a film where there was mist in it? Yeah, but the mist had like weird messed up things in it. There was shit in. There was stuff in the mist, and did they hide in like a supermarket for a little while? Yeah, and the then mist. it all becomes about like religion, and it goes really weird and quite dark. Might be why I stopped watching the rest of the film then. Quite, quite <laughs> yeah, possibly, yeah. 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 Um, I like films that are just named what they are, though. 
Yeah. yeah, it just helps me a little bit. Logan, know what that's about. Wolverine, been, know what that's about. Have you been playing Control yet? I've not, but we wanted to talk about that on today's okay, show, right, so let's low, bounce right. onto it. Yeah, let's right, do right, it, man. Right. Let's, let's do it. Oh, the only reason why I say that is because it's very cinematic. Now, the guys at Remedy, they obviously did like Alan Wake, they did uh, Quantum Break. Uh, Quantum Break was all right. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to Quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. It was good, you know, it had like kind of big name actors within it and stuff like that. But the one that I loved most from uh, Remedy was Alan White. Like, I love it. It's stupid. He's like a Stephen King man lost in a wooded forest with only a, you know, lamp to light his way. It's ridiculous. But I love it. Like, it's brilliant. It was so much fun. And like, it really felt like Control was kind of this weird blend of just those two. And I know when they originally kind of started talking about it, I was a bit like, it just feels like it's going to be a blend of these two things. I don't know if that's going to like kind of work. It seems like a mishmash. I'm not, I'm not completely sold on it. And then through playing it, it's so good. This is the problem with, you get no real sense of a game ahead of time because the way that they kind of cut trailers or the way that the news comes out and depending on who you are and what you're looking for, you're either told the right information or you're not told the right information. Yeah. So you end up getting like, the, it's, it's like sometimes watching trailers where they just cut them in the wrong kind of way that don't really explain what's yeah. going on. Um, and then I played it and I'm like a really big kind of David Lynch fan. I like really weird cinema and um, basically Control is like CSI Suspiria if you've seen Suspiria have you seen Suspiria okay. I've not seen Suspiria okay, uh, you're talking to a guy, a guy that's hammering through all of the Star Treks and then picking up on things okay, like so, so I'm out of the loop on this alright so Sus- Suspiria is a very disturbing film they remade it uh, recently I suggest you watch it it's quite messed up it's about a star- dance studio that makes it sound boring um, <laughs> okay like <Yeah. laughs> So, like, imagine, imagine, uh, like, like a CSI. It's like a like a federal bureau of investigation, but it's being run by like David Lynch. Do you oh, know what I mean? That kind shit. of like it's weird. Like, there's something there, a door, and then it's not there. And then you're talking to this weird janitor, and somehow he lets you into his thing. Why does he have access to it? It's really odd. Well, who is this guy? I don't understand. And then basically, you turn up in this kind of federal building, and there's been some kind of lockdown. All these people are like messed up. Imagine like. 
it's like twisted people who are like levitating on the ceiling and you go in there and there's like all these like people who've like been possessed effectively who are like kind of coming at you and you have these kind of like weird temporal powers that can kind of like lift and move things but you don't really know what's going on and actually what's good about it is that you go in there you have no like you're supposed to be fighting your brother or something then suddenly you're the director of the bureau because somebody decided it in the first like five minutes which no one thinks is weird and like your picture's on all the walls why is your picture on all the walls? This is weird, Matt, right? And then you're trying to work out what's kind of happening and kind of like, uh, you know, unlock down sort of like the whole building. And But it's the, all the information is seeded so, like the exposition is so sort of slow and it's kind of so, I don't know, like the, the, the mood of it and the tone of it as you're kind of going around, you're really, like you're really intrigued. Sometimes there's way too much exposition in games. Like, oh, show me a cutscene and they talk for 20 minutes yeah, about yeah. like, I, actually, you know what, tell me, tell me less. Mm. Give me a reason to want to go through this place, to actually want to defeat bosses and attack enemies because I want to get to the next bit because I want to find out what the heck's going on because this place is mad, trippy, yo. Is it, <laughs> is it, is it it's blunt. Yeah. Is, it, is it scary? though because it looks like for me when i saw see like people that are half possessed and stuff quite literally floating six foot in the air in the game i mean i've been to clubs where there's been similar situations you know people so tweak that they're just that's a good ass club <laughs> they're on great. the ceiling yeah oh yeah yeah. Yeah, yeah well i mean maybe not on the ceiling but certainly standing in a corner just twitching you know um it, it's um it's a little bit it's not like full-out horror like they are possessed and they do kind of come at you and some of them sort of have like red eyes. But mm. it's it's not it's not flat out horror. I would say Alan Wake was kind of scarier because that was like in a wood right. and you only had like a torch right. and things kind of... So it's not really. as jump scary as other things. Not though. yet. I don't know. Oh, I'm cool. not all the way through it yet. It might get worse. Okay, cool. All right. Yeah, no, it looks really cool. Like, and it's something that I, I want to get into. But when you look at... When you see the gifts and stuff and the and the like yeah. stills that they put out, it does look scary though. It looks think like- it, um, if you don't, if you guys don't know like David Lynch's stuff uh, or Suspiria, like things like that, think of uh, Stanley Kubrick. Imagine if like Stanley yeah. Kubrick made kind of like a Federal Bureau of Investigation like drama, like it's right. weird. So it's like real life, but then kind of weird odd yeah. things kind of appear out of nowhere and happen. And it's just yeah, it's that more that yeah. kind of vibe than like flat out. You know, like The Shining. It's not terrifying it's more kind of like chilling and it's yeah. you know it's not like things kind of jump out at you i read the other day that stephen king wasn't very happy with the film adaptation of it you know he, he made I mean, he made his own he made his own tv series didn't do as well but like he he apparently he didn't like it i think that film's sick but like kubrick was a bit of a git when it came to like <laughs> filming stuff like the woman oh, i always forget her name the, the shelly oh god the woman the wife mm. the scene with the door right took weeks she was a blubbering mess by the end of it like there's certain directors that you know of course they get end results but it's quite a brutal process i think yeah. for the actors and kubrick was quite renowned for things being a little bit brutal i mean it's a great film I'm but, on then it's like, it's worth it. but then like you know if if okay if you had to come into work here and someone had to like mentally torment you to you know to do the podcast for like weeks on end you'd be like well no that's not going to happen that seems a bit I mean, he looks the sort. Billy does. Billy yeah. does do that regularly. Yeah. He, he does mentally. But, but imagine, imagine, yeah, imagine yeah. going to an office and you know your uh, your boss in the office is just like haranguing yeah. you and mentally tormenting you to do a job. But it's okay because at the end we have this great result. You'd still be like, your boss is a bit of a 
get. Totally get that. But if if he didn't do that and the film wasn't as good, I'd be really pissed. But there's surely got to be other ways <laughs> to like not like mentally destroy people whilst making a film. I don't know. I've, I think I think it's I think it's similar. Like, I mean, Cam- people said things about like Cameron and things like like the Abyss movie because yeah, I yeah. mean, but that's more to do with like being in a water tank. I hear that. Like for months on end. I hear that. Because yeah. they don't heat the water. That's because fucked. it's expensive. That's crazy. So you're just in cold water for months. I think anyone's gonna lose their mind a lot. I mean, you know what? I'm I'm a bit of a results guy, so I don't agree with like people being literally tortured to get me a good film. But if you got to go for a little bit of hardship, yeah. I mean, you know, like you know, yeah. Are you as an as a Hollywood actor? I'm going to presume you're getting paid quite a bit of money to do the film. I know I Jack Nicholson she, got paid. I don't think uh, she did. Yeah, I don't know. And um, but then you've got like actors like you know Leonardo DiCaprio and like Tom Cruise who like particularly and specifically brutalise themselves more yeah. than they really have to. Like Tom Cruise, like oh yeah, I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna make sure I do all my own stunts. I'm gonna actually jump over that building and break my leg. But he was actually jumping between two buildings. You're like, you don't have to do that. How, how old is Tom Cruise? How, to, how is he like 50 something? But then, but I don't know. I don't know. It's, I guess it's in their mind. It's a kind of like. Oh, Jesus. 57. He's 57 what? years old. Oh my God. He's nearly a pension age. What the hell, man? And he's hanging on to the side of planes. What the fuck? <laughs> Is he a wizard? How old is Keanu Reeves? <laughs> Billy was like, Scientology, 55. man. That's, that must be why. So Keanu's 55. Tom was, was it 57? 57. Jeez. They're making the young boys in the, in the cinema world look kind of crap at the moment. I'm just saying, if you're 57 or 55 years old and you're doing They're stuff like that, I'm drinking expecting... drinking the blood of young actors. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not surprised. There was loads of like facials that went around for a while that were like... you. That you can actually get like you can actually have a transfusion of young blood. That's something you can actually do. That's a thing. And what did, did it? Were I mean, they don't murder works? people. It's not like a vampire. There's not like loads of Is like it a transfusion yeah. that you do with your mouth around their neck. So you, I mean, you basically that you clamp would go onto your stomach. <laughs> okay, but cool. no, no. But like it's it's like like someone would give blood effectively, and then they use that and they put it in someone else's blood. It's, yeah, there's weird stuff that goes on. Okay, I read a lot. No. You can tell I read a lot of like really obscure. <laughs> I, I want to know what your Google search history is like. That's a great you other podcast. You don't. I remember Google writing stuff for like Vice and then being like, I really want to set on like private browsers. Because <laughs> 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 also like if you want to like make a joke, it's like, right, okay, I need, to, I need to make a gag at the end of this. There got to be a celebrity that was like doing drugs or like was involved in something like really bad, but then had like redemption and you end up doing really weird Celebrity that yeah. crashed car while taking cocaine. You know, stuff survived. like that. Yeah, yeah. I, I Google some really weird stuff. But to go back to your acting point, though, it's true. Some actors do put themselves through a lot to get the role done. And it doesn't work too well. Just like Heath Ledger, it didn't, didn't end very well. Like, it was, it was, was you know, apparently he was very depressed. I thought that was just, well, was yeah. something to do. You know, uh, some pe- there are rumours that, you know, that Joker role, you know, made it you know help to put him on a path that wasn't so good know. I don't know See, who knows I don't know whether that's actually true or whether it's just like the sort of story that they told because actually that makes the performance quote it's, unquote better it, it, yeah 100% I think it's definitely stories like that definitely have aided the kind of mythology around how Wait, good that did role you, um, was did you watch the uh, Jim Carrey documentary that was on um, Netflix to do with the movie Man and the Moon 
A man no, on the moon. No, but he went into a hole with that as oh, well. Oh, okay, all right. I don't know if it's still on Netflix. If it's still on Netflix, it doesn't even matter that if whether you've seen uh, Man on the Moon or Man in the Moon, Man on the Moon, which is about Andy Kaufman, like one of the um, he who was in like Taxi, uh, mm-hmm. who's like a Saturday, Saturday Night Live um, comedian. I really didn't know anything about him. I just really, really like watching biopics for some reason. Well, it's not really a biopic, right? Anyway. Anyway, the movie's quite good, but he went full method. And I don't mean like Jared Leto, well, I'm going to like decapitate a squirrel and send it to everyone. Nonsense. And it is nonsense. Wasn't my favourite Joker anyway, anyway. No, it was Rob. Anyway. A bit whack. Yeah, cool. <laughs> anyway, well, that whole film was, anyway, let's not get into that. Um, been so, that universe. Yeah, I just want to say, been that universe. Bin it, Start bin it off. They're not going to bin it. They're Flat not going to bin it. Flatten it's it. never going to get binned, unfortunately. Um, so they ended up shooting all some like behind the scenes stuff as they made this movie about Andy Kaufman. And he went full method. And I mean like day in, day out, all the time was Andy Kaufman and uh, Tony Clifton, which was his other character that he was. And uh, they filmed all this stuff. And so it's this documentary about um, the story. I think it's just called uh, Jim and Andy. And um, it starts off with kind of like a talking head of Jim Carrey kind of reflecting back. And um, oh, my, oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Does he completely lose his mind? Like Andy Kaufman's family at some point are like, I, it's like my, like my dead son is here. It's like really like it's 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 messed up and like all the cast and the crew and everyone around and everyone's kind of going along with it for a bit, but then it just gets so beyond. He just literally disappears. There's like nothing of Jim Carrey left. Like so, not so a thing. they're not even calling him Jim. It's not like no, can't, can't so Jim. No, can't do it. And that was his choice. Was that his choice? That was his choice. Or? But then it makes sense also with Andy Kaufman because Andy Kaufman messed with people all the time. Like he is the epitome of messing with people. Like mm. he created this whole thing where we wanted to be the biggest uh, intergender uh, wrestler. So we'd go on talk shows and challenge women and wrestle them and win. And then it turned into like this whole thing where he went on like this wrestling tour and then he called out like this really big wrestler and like called out people in the South and said they were all like backwards. And it just got, it was this huge thing. It's really interesting. His life is actually really interesting. Shit. But yeah, Jim and Andy, if you haven't seen it and you want to lo- see Jim Carrey lose the plot just a bit uh, in a spectacular way, it's it's so good. It's one of the most fascinating things I've ever seen. Tell you what, I'm yeah. going to check that out. Another film there where we're uh, <gasps> get, doing the rounds and I still haven't seen it yet. Usually we wait until we, t- you know, see yeah. these things. Oh, God. The it Joker looks- tra- when. And shout out to Fung Butcher, who was basically who was one of the first guys to see the original kind of teaser when it came out. Yeah, he, he saw it and he said, "This is going to be one of the best films that has come out from the DC universe in a long time." I think also as well, like Joaquin, like Phoenix. Bearing in mind, if you th- if you think about his history, right? So his 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 brother was like one of the hottest actors ever, and then sadly, you know, passed away. Whatever. Yeah, River you- Phoenix. I, I, Junior, did you know that there's a recording of the nine one one call made? No. Yeah. Yeah. Is it messed up? I've not listened to it. I've, I'd, 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 I don't want to play it on a show. But it's no, like, no, like, no, like no, it's, no, but apparently no. it's it's rolling around. So yeah, he he made the call. He for made his, the his, call. Yeah, for his brother River. Yeah, apparently he was out at a party. What? It a, was outside the Viper Room. It's that was concert. it. Owned by um, Johnny Depp. Yeah. Part owned by Johnny Depp. So yeah. yeah, they were in there. Well, also the thing was as well with River Phoenix. He was very, very vocally anti-drugs, mm. and he obviously wasn't. Interesting. 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 Anyway, yeah, anyway, yeah. Anyway, Sorry. So Joker. yeah, Joaquin <laughs> Phoenix. Um, he really puts himself into roles. Like you can see that. You can see that. And I think like anyone who has that kind of sad honesty, like hit or miss, 
Um, you know, it's not Jared Leto who's just, let's be honest, it's like really self-indulgent nonsense. Weak joker. Sorry. <sighs> he, try, he tried, but it didn't do it for me. But it's just like, the whole point of the joker is that it's, it's a real person who turns like evil in a way yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. So you have to be a real person to start with. I don't think Jared Leto is a real person. If you ever look in his eyes... There's nothing there. No, there's nothing there. He has like shark eyes, right? You look into his eyes, there's nothing there. You have to have depth. You can't yeah. just be psychotic. There has to be that like mania, but like something beneath it. Well, I mean, certainly with the Joker and like, yeah, well, he and Phoenix. Oh man, I really want to watch this so bad. I'm so ready for it. I mean, like, we're, we're and I don't get that hype. Tens. Like, yeah. I don't get that hype about stuff, but I'm, um, yeah. I usually mm. don't like to follow the hype train, but when I saw the teaser, I was just like, wow, we could be on something here. I will say this to you though, Julia, I want you to list your top three jokers in order. Oh, I mean, worst to best. And we can have, you. you I don't know, yeah. you can throw this one in the mix if you haven't seen this yet. Because well, I, I don't know, Cesar be... Romero. Let's go, let's go classic. Oh, who's the first one? Caesar Romero, okay. Like the one from the really, <laughs> yes. really like camp. Yeah. <laughs> Where they had like yeah. anti, anti anti poison shark, bat spray. Anti shark. Anti sharks repellent. Yeah. So you've got to go with Caesar Romero classic. All right, cool. so that's... No, no, no. Um I mean I grew up obviously with Jack Nicholson and mm -hmm. the, the, what's really I find it really fascinating about the Joker is that generally speaking, minus Jared Leto, mm -hmm. they've been really spectacular. Yeah. I mean, Jack Nicholson was born. To play the Joker because yeah. he has that yeah. kind of like yeah. mania Crazy about mania him look. and you can totally believe it. And then I remember when um, just before Heath Ledger's uh, Joker was coming out and I, everyone was like, whatever. Can't be, you, you can't beat Jack Nicholson. Yeah, yeah. How can you beat Jack Nicholson? He literally is the Joker. There's no way. It's nonsense. And then he just pulled this performance out that was just, Jesus. Right. Oh, my God. Like, I've, I've not, absolutely blown away. Yeah. And I, I, I'm not blown away by performances that often, but it was spectacular. I think it was good. No, I I thought it was amazing. I thought oh, it was do good. You, do you disagree? Yeah. Well, who are your top three? I'd, so that Joker would probably go in at number four. Ouch! Number, it's be number oh, number three and number two. So I'm gonna I'm gonna say number three, even though I've not seen the film yet. It's gonna go to Phoenix, right? Because I've not seen the film, so he could bounce around. Yeah. And then it's Nicholson's at number one. I'm doing this in a weird order. Mm -hmm. Number two, it's got to be it's got to be Mark, man. The cartoon version, Hamill, Joker. Oh, I know, I know, yeah, I, yeah, I know. Yeah, I went yeah, into yeah. He, he's yeah, yeah. sick. Joker. The voice is amazing. Everyone loves it. So yeah, but for me, like he. I, I don't know. Like I was I just, I was just going like, with films. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's cool. That's cool. Yeah. Just but I was just like, up. just threw, just threw in that. Yeah. But I was just like, no, Caesar Romero. Nah. I mean, don't Let's get do me wrong. Bad dance. Those Batman's are sick. Oh my actually. god. Because they, because they were just cool with just. I want to. You know what? I, and taking them I reckon we should all rewatch the original Batman's. Preferably a little bit drunk, because I think it would be a really fun thing to watch with friends. They're hilarious. To the map, to the Batmobile. I love that sort of thing. I really also want a phone that's like underneath one of those weird Victorian glass cases. Yes, yes. That only has one number on it. I like that. Do you know what I mean? Like, oh. who would who would be your one number? Who would be your hotline? Who'd be my hotline? Yeah, Batman, isn't it? Calling myself. I mean, like a real just... person. <laughs> Kim on. Kardashian. No, I don't know really? who it'd be. Who would I want to call? I don't, know if there's, I don't know if there's. No, I'm joking. I don't know if there's anyone. I do. Who who would I actually really want to call? Papa John's. There we go. Really? Yeah, man. Hung, hung over. Wake up. 
I love, do you yeah, not Marcus have... here. I'll have a pizza. Usual place. Yeah, there we go. Bosh. You phone up for pizza. What's wrong with your phone? What phone do you have? <laughs> like, why don't you just use it? Why would you talk to another human when you're hungover when you don't have to? That's a good point. So what why would doing? I have this phone? What would I do with this number? Yeah, what would yours that's, be? That's why it's interesting because who would you actually want to talk to? Who phones people these days? If I get phone calls, I'm like, what is wrong with this person? Why are they phoning me? Anything you need to say, you can put in a letter or text. In a letter. In a letter. <laughs> put in a carrier pigeon yeah. and send to me. Who would right. I? Um, who would be my go-to hotline? Probably my best mate. I thought it might be Picnic Bum from the gym. No, hey, I don't, how's it I don't, going? Hey. I, don't want, I don't want to hear what anything he has to say. Hey, uh, you didn't give me a number, but uh, it's me, Julia. <laughs> Just uh, got some ham sandwiches here and a blanket with your name, your arse on uh, to it. Be, to be honest yeah. with you, my sexy chat does involve food. Hey, do you want to come over? <laughs> got some um, pretty, uh, pretty interestingly cured ham oh, got from some, uh, Fortnum and Mason's. Got mm. some pickles as well. You I know. got some uh, <laughs> some uh, <laughs> organic honey from uh, the uh, Hagney Farm, which has uh, moments of lavender. And truffle within it. And before all of that, we can have some to- <laughs> Oh my God. <laughs> Turn yes. into an MS advert. Well, yeah, so- sordid one. Rich um, creamery butter. <laughs> Sorry, that's the Simpsons thing. Oh no! Oh my God, this blew my mind and I hate it. We're all going to die horribly in fire. So I'm showing Julia a video. Um, Bill Hader. Ugh. Of Bill Hader turning into the 57 year old Tom Cruise. Um, We're all going to burn in fire and die. No, there's no such thing as truth anymore. So there's this amazing technology which has uh, slipped my mind. Even though we've been talking about deep fake, people have been talking about deep fake. So basically, at the moment, there is technology around that can use trap points on your face on a video mm-hmm. and superimpose another person's face on it. Kind of like you could do with like Photoshop Mike, stuff, Michael Jackson's black and white video, but not terrible. And also, yeah, it probably cost millions, right? Yeah, to do, right? at the time, and had people like standing still. In yeah. a room filming for days, right? This, you can pluck video from the internet or anywhere, like a YouTube video, and use this technology to use track points, then have another face and slap it on it. And people have been messing around with it. Um, now, there's a guy called Control Shift Face on YouTube who's dropping loads of videos and... Terrifying the world. Fucking hell. Like, what does this mean for us now that I can you put another face? I can put a believe, face on yours. You can't believe any... Like, okay... Photographs and video used to be truth. Yeah. Like it was the one thing that you could use in a court of law or evidence or if you wanted to show someone. There was a really interesting Gene Hackman movie in the 70s called um, The Conversation, which is really, really interesting about um, video footage and how it can be misinterpreted. So basically he's like a PI. He's been uh, told to follow this woman uh, by her husband because the husband thinks that she's cheating on Mm -hmm. him and it's basically the wife and another man walking around uh, a park having a conversation and he films this conversation and due to the fact that the park's quite big he only gets bits of the conversation like kind of dropping out so you start off thinking like oh my god she's having an affair because like everything that they're saying alludes you to that and actually as the course of the movie transpires he finds all this new information and actually everything they're saying has a completely different meaning but like because it's because it's video footage and because it's audio, yeah. it's like this is fact. She said this thing, but because you're looking at it in a certain way, you read it in a certain way. So I mean, I think this has always been kind of an issue. But I've always thought about that in terms of um, if you were to see a clip of someone like I don't know, um, 
what was that Christian Christian Bale thing? You know when he like lost his cool with the guy who was doing the lights, like totally uh, yeah, lost his shit. And he was off. like, "You're a great guy. You're a great guy, but you're really like fucking with me or whatever." Yeah. And everyone's like, "Oh my god, what an asshole!" And like, don't get me wrong, he shouldn't talk to anyone like that. But you have no idea what happened in the ten minutes, the hour, the day, the morning of that. Like he could have just split up with his wife. Could have, yeah. He could have lost a baby. He could have, I don't know, this guy could have been doing it. It could have been the 50th take and he's a perfectionist and he's, you know, trying to get the scene right and literally the guy decides to waggle the lights and it puts him off, right? Mm. And I'm not saying that condones him completely losing his stuff, but you would be, if you knew that information, you'd kind of be like, Okay, I can't. Right. I kind of see. Like we all have moments. Come on, we all have moments. You know, everyone. No one has a great day. Um, and I always think about that, like kind of context outside it. But now it doesn't even matter what the context is outside or anything because we we literally can't trust even even the bit that we're supposed to think is true can be complete lies, and it's so terrifying. Like if you haven't seen this clip, it's actually. And what's really interesting is. The way that like Bill Hader's face just he flashes into Tom Cruise so quickly, it's almost like a, it's almost like something you see in a horror movie, where it it is just, right. it's like he's possessed. Yeah, and it just it's a flash of a moment. You're like, oh my god, did he just? Yeah. Did I? I just, uh, uh, it's so fast. Because like in the Michael Jackson black and white video, the morphing was very very slow. Yeah. You know, it's like you can kind of see it obviously like happening and people's hairs going short and whatever. And now it's like a snap like that. You could just be. Somebody else. I'm so glad that this technology has kind of been developed now and not before the last presidential election campaign because there's oh. so much stuff that could have been put out there that people could have oh just said, Oh my goodness, you're so... Yep, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's not true. That's not true because you can... Now you can mimic the voice and you can like pretty much slap anyone's face on anyone else. How are we ever going to trust anything we ever see or hear Again, it's going to be impossible. And the problem is we're now in a situation, uh, you know, where it's kind of trial by the public yeah. for anything. No one yeah. really wants to know what the truth is. It's like, I saw this. It's fact. We're going to move into a very, very difficult period because not a lot of people are going to understand what this is and how it works and not sort of say, actually, let me really think about that. So there's going to be this horrible period where people are going to get very angry about a lot of stuff that isn't true yeah. and or then and then hopefully yeah. we'll kind of come out the other side and actually i don't know maybe in the end it will mean that people can actually start thinking about what it is they're having an opinion on yeah. before kind of just absolutely losing their minds about it because we're going to have to get a lot smarter because this stuff is just going to get a lot smarter basically i mean if you can peel a video because i think it's fair to say there's a video of everyone listening to this podcast and you myself and billy out there on the internet with this tech, I could take that video and just slap someone else's face on it. Can you make could, me someone else? Well, who would you like to be? Ooh. Tom Cruise? Yes. <laughs> could do a Tom Cruise? That'd be easy. Wouldn't that be... Imagine if we lived in a world, right? Say we all like, have augmented glasses for yeah, because yeah, yeah. or contact lenses or yeah. whatever it is. And um, you could effectively buy skins for your body so that what it does is everyone else Sick. sees you as a different version. But I'm actually naked. But actually, I'm just really like rotund but and I'm actually out of shape. No, no clothes. And you know, yeah, I'm, I'm wearing terrible clothes. But direction. what you see is I'm like proper Gucci <laughs> ganged up to the hilt with like a six pack. Yeah. But because I've paid, yeah. you know, two grand a month so that everyone who looks at me, that's what they see. Sick. We need to market this now. Could we flip it around and yeah. everyone that you look at looks exactly how you want them to look as well? What so? I suppose so. I mean, you could just date anyone then, couldn't you? Be like, date, just date slap myself. an interesting everyone who looks like on me. 
Well, no, what's the one in Futurama where they had uh, they had uh, the Lucy Lou bots? So like you download, <laughs> and it was it was during the time of like Napster, yeah, and they yeah. called it something else, like I don't know. Craps or, or whatever, something, yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, Fry basically downloads that. You know, it's like a, it's, it's like a sort of companion bot, and you basically project the image of a celebrity, and then Lucy Lou gets really cross because obviously they've stolen her like visage or whatever. Yeah. Also, we're going to start seeing some really weird porn with celebrities come out, aren't we? I mean, it already. I exists. mean, I wouldn't. I mean, Julia, I'm surprised that you even went in that direction. I've not thought about. Tell that me, at you all. haven't. You've clicked a, a few links in your time, Marcus. There's word on the road that it's out there. Yeah. There's word on the road that there's deep fake porn out there already. I've Honestly, I've not seen any yet, but now I think por- porn is where- How do you own it, your face por- as well? Porn is, exactly. How do you own the IP of your face when the internet's there? Like, But por- you're right. Porn is where it's probably going to see the most development. As with all technology that we have everything in terms is, of entertainment, Everything it's all, is it's developed porn. by porn. Yeah, it, so. It's mad. Like, honestly, it pushes technology faster than anything else. It's so funny. There'll be it's really frogs funny. on people's faces, horses. What was the I app? Where, I was looking at the filter the other day where you could turn into a kebab. There we go. Have some ki- Imagine that kebab porn. That's a bit of you, Julia. Kebab porn. You'd kebab like, porn. I would. Oh, look at that. Look at the look at sizzling that. meat. Garlic sauce. Mm. More garlic sauce. Oh, yeah. It's dripping yeah. sauce. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I need to stop. Uh, uh, it's funny how your like, sexy voice was like, oh, yes. And I'm like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, a, yeah. like a sexual gnome. <laughs> like a horny gnome. I'll be I'm in this garden, Fergus. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. Catch Come in the back of your garden. Go on, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Go on. Get down. Get them weeds out. That's it. Lower. Bit uh, lower. <laughs> oh, I'll turn my sprinklers on in a minute if you keep doing that. Uh. Anyway, thank you very much for being on the show, Julia. I've enjoyed you being on the pod. But before I let you go, you've been flipping busy at the moment, though. Like, you've been out <laughs> and about. Um, yeah. You've been doing some presenting recently abroad. Can we, can we talk about the stuff that you've been doing? Some Xboxy stuff? Yeah, so um, I was just doing the outside Xbox uh, event in uh, Gamescom. Yep, yep, sick. So that was really, really cool. Um, actually, uh, they're going to come to, we're coming, like we do like a really, really big one once yeah, a year. Yeah. Uh, last year was Mexico. Um, this year we're coming to London. Yes. So what, my mission is to get Larry Herb and uh, I'm like, oh, Larry, I'm going to take you. I was like, can we make some additional content? Because it's my city. Sick. They were like, oh, maybe. I was like, can we, can I like take Larry out for the day and we'll just film him around London? And he was like, I'd love that. And I'm like, I'm going to take him to some really weird places and he's not there, like the ball pit bar. Please. Like, Larry, get in the ball pit. <laughs> <laughs> and if you don't know Larry, Larry is uh, a man who does like like a suit and a tie. He you know he takes his job very seriously. He obviously has fun as well. But um, I just think it'd be really funny to shove him in a ball pit. Take Larry to the hood. Take him to a real no, chicken shop. No. Take, take take Larry to the hood. Take no, him to Larry get some would wings. Be scared. Take Larry. So, say, I'm going to get you the best two piece and chips you can get in London. Larry, he would enjoy worry this. about getting it on his blazer and stuff. Take him for a Nando's. He could probably do a Nando's because they have cutlery. Okay. Oh wow. Oh, no, actually, no. He doesn't. He doesn't like eating around other people. He doesn't like eating around other people. Uh, wow. So does he eat know, by to himself? Be, no, to be, to be fair, I'm kind of the same. If I'm at work, I, 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 this is not why he does it, but I, I eat like a pig, so I don't like anyone watching me. Because people are really judgy, and they always no comment, fucks. so I'm like, I am, leave me alone. I am Mr. No Fox. I'm not. <laughs> yeah, but like, if you're a girl, you're not supposed to. Anyway. Nah, so, fuck um, that, Julia. Just eat it. So yeah, um, uh, outside Xbox, and then uh, I went to New York for the next um, uh, Gran Turismo Championships. Sick, that looked dope. 
Yeah, it was great. It's really nice. Although we're staying right in Times Square, well, it was quite stressful, but it's because we um, were just around the corner from the PlayStation Theatre, which is where it was um, held. So that's great. The GT, like this year, GT World. Oh, okay. So actually, we had some like proper drama at the end of the race. Uh, one of the drivers did something that was a little bit untoward. And then we're, we're doing this like after show now called Extra Lap. And it was the most awkward conversation I've ever seen in my life. It was so awkward. Like these two guys who were just, and Coca Lopez, who was like uh, third on the podium, his first up on the podium was just sitting there, was so happy, but sitting between these two people who were like proper like, so what did he what did one guy do to the other oh it's just it's not like an illegal move but it was just like not they're they're very keen to make it sportsman like and like because it's 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 a proper racing sim you're not supposed to just ram into other cars or do things like that that's not what he did but um and it's not really an illegal move but anyway um he just wasn't very happy about it um it was super awkward um but then it makes a really good story so Fuck like yeah. next time now we've got like I mean racing's all about the story right mm-hmm. like you talk about the racing but it's also about like what's going to happen preceding this and like what's going to happen next and you know these two are some of like the fastest GT drivers in the world and uh, what a great story to bring that up next time there's going to be a little, little bit of a grudge match we're, we're down for that so yeah next stop is um, Salzburg next week and then Sick. Tokyo Tokyo yes and then the phonicles the finals in Monaco I was making putting the words together the, the finals in, in, Mon- the, in Monaco, Monaco yeah. yeah which is quite fun your Instagram stories are going to be very lit then because if in case you don't know Julia Hardy is a Instagram story connoisseur you're I the mean, one that told me about the maximum amount of stories that you can put up yeah because I hit it a lot, a I did lot, not know there was a wall a there yeah when you when you um I don't know because I forget a lot of the stuff that I do. So I do like I do save a lot of my stories when I do particular jobs, so I can kind of go back and and like look over everything because it's a bit of a blur. And especially when you have jet lag, you forget half of the things that happen. Um, so I'd like to kind of go back. And yeah, you can. There's, if you get a hundred things in a story, they tell you to stop. You did a hundred stories in a day. No, no, it wasn't a day. It's when you like create a highlight. Um, you did a hundred like, story highlight. Yeah, yeah, fuck, yeah. yeah. Julia. But, but like I might be away for like five days somewhere really awesome. So you're taking like a bunch. That's only like yeah, 5,000. <laughs> I mean, you know, I, I, it was really funny. Like I remember, I remember for ages thinking about like vlogging and stuff like that. And I was like, I can't really, it seems like a stupid thing to do, really self-indulgent. And I think it wasn't until I got really happy with my job. And I actually was like, actually, my job's really cool. Like I love my job that I was like, I feel like now I can do this with no shame. Totally right to share. Yeah. I mean, it's not, it's just, I think there's a lot of people out there who would love, there's no one who's done what I've done in my career. Like I'm like the first one who's doing it. And I think that's really important to show that you can have like a really wonderful life if yeah. you choose this path. Yeah. It's not all, because there's lots of different jobs you can do. My one's very specific. You know, I want to make gaming more mainstream. I love doing kind of live events that are really kind of, you know, high production values and look a bit fancy. And, you know, because it should, it should be kind of respected. And sadly, people look at it that way, you know, Mm. and judge it based on that. So, um, yeah, I think it's important to show people that, you know, gaming is moving forward. And, you know, like most games journalists used to leave because they just couldn't afford to get a house, get a mortgage, they'd go into PR. There just wasn't any money there. And now we're kind of seeing, like at this, you know, we were at this event the other day, you know, there's a bunch of guys who've been doing games journalism and, you know, they're well into kind of like their 30s, like late 30s now and can actually like buy a house and do something. That never used to happen before yeah. people used to leave. Yeah. So like the, things are changing and I think it is important to kind of inspire people that like if you work hard and, you know, you're really passionate about the subject that, you know, if 
risk rewarded there are some really great jobs out there mm. most of which i have so you're gonna have to wait because <laughs> <laughs> if you want this job you can fuck right off yeah i, yeah. <laughs> I will marcus bronzy you down some stairs <laughs> if you come near me yes i'm gonna take that right i think that's a great bronzy you got bronzied you got bronzed <laughs> right in the back uh right on that note I think it's time we wrap up this episode. We've definitely killed an hour. Thanks for coming down to the show, Gia. Obviously, yeah, good. more than welcome to pop over. Um, thanks for everything, man. Did checking Bring me out, out the next time else. we get like a cool bike. Let me what, know. What would you like to do? Like, so we we may have some like bikey stuff coming. We may have drivey stuff coming. Definitely, all drivey stuff. Drivey. All right. Yeah. You let me know when you get things with engines. All right. I'm stealing this. <laughs> I'm stealing it. <laughs> no, no. I'm I'm up for anything really. Like. Yeah. Uh, yeah, let me know. Right, I'm, cool. I'm always up to kill sometimes because I like work. I'm on away, and then I come back and I kind of pot around at home yeah. and do like bits of work here and there. But like, yeah, it's either that or I'm just sitting in my pants playing video games. So I'm welcome the distraction. Cool. All right. You're more than welcome anytime. Thanks for popping on the show. You have been Julia Hardy. I have. You remember yeah. my name now, Paul? Thanks. That's it. I remembered it. I've been Marcus Bronzy. Thank you for killing some time with us. Bless. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.